Sony. Good morning, Canada. It's Sunday, November 8th, 2020. And this is Lewis in BC with a Sunday morning rant. So during the 2019 Canadian federal election, uh, my kids were getting information from their teachers uh, that I would say is less than factual. Um, My youngest, uh, who was in grade six at the time, uh, received a handout from the teacher stating or showing like with a like a uh, a graph um, where at one end of this line was Chairman Mao and at the other end of the line was uh, Adolf Hitler. Uh, in the middle, directly halfway in between, was the Liberal Party, and just. To the left of it, but still almost in the middle, was the NDP. And way down the line, right next to Hitler, was the Conservative Party of Canada. Yeah. Let that sink in. I mean, first of all, Hitler wasn't even right-wing or conservative. Hitler was the leader of the Socialist Party. Um, But in this world where everything has shifted so far left, this little handout declared the Liberals and the NDP to be center, to be central, uh, centrist parties with the conservatives being racist, extreme right-wingers, when nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, the Canadian uh, Conservative Party now is actually pretty damn center. There is about centrist as you can get. There is very little left in that party that is actually considered conservative. Um, which is why you hear me on this, on this podcast say that I would, that I only vote conservative because I have to at a default. There's, there's no other party that, that represents my actual views and the conservatives are the closest to it. Um, and the liberals and the NDP are so far left that it's it's quite ridiculous that this handout would have even been given out at school. And neither should it. I mean, it should have been just policies. Um, so I had to have a little discussion with the teacher and the principal. <clears throat> And they both defended it. But I made it very, very clear that this was an opinion. This handout was opinion, not fact. And that opinion 
personal political viewpoint of the teacher should not be given out at school. Just facts. And I think the teacher had a hard time understanding the difference. Now, my oldest ended up in a argument with her teacher in class because the teacher told the class that the Conservative Party was homophobic and racist. And she had to argue the teacher uh, on this in front of all the students because she said, that's not fair, you can't say that. <clears throat> there is nothing in their policies that that state that. The teacher said, well, I heard Andrew Shear say these things in an interview. And she said, which interview? Because I've never heard these. To which she brought up facts. For him to argue, and he couldn't argue. I ended up having a hour and a half long discussion with this teacher after school the next day and educating him to which he replied that he went home the that night and researched it himself and found that I was right and my daughter was right and that he apologized and he apologized to the class for misinformation. But this is becoming all too common. Many of my friends report the same thing with their, with their children. So I took it upon myself to make sure that my kids were educated on these things. Not only do my wife and I talk to our kids every day about politics, but we even have intense discussions and arguments with our kids because, you know, our kids are from a different generation where they, you know, they, they can believe that they're, they, they know better than their parents. I mean, we were all teenagers. We, we all felt the same way. We felt that our parents were dinosaurs and we knew better. And we eventually grow up to discover that, you know what, my parents actually knew what they were talking about. My oldest and I, actually, we've, we've had a couple of heated discussions in the past um, year, I would say. Now that woke culture is attempting to take over our children. So I did something about 10 days ago. And I highly recommend that everybody do this. I bought my kids their own copies of Animal Farm and 1984. My 12 year old read Animal Farm in two days, proclaimed it his favorite book, and won't stop talking to me about how the animals turned into exactly what they hated and it turned and by the end of the book was a full-on dictatorship 
and he started 1984 right after it. He's 12 years old. My daughter, uh, my oldest, was reading 1984 at the same time as my youngest was reading Animal Farm. And she is, she's like, she sees, she says it's very extreme, but she sees a lot of things in the book that are happening today and is now understanding where her parents are coming from when we talk about these things. (laughs) Because it can easily, we can easily fall into into the trap and end up in a world like 1984. So I highly recommend that everybody buy those two books for their kids. I also think that we should... uh, I'm probably going to follow up with getting my kids uh, Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand but that's a bit heavier and needs to be I think they need to be a little bit older before they read that one so that's another book that I'm going to be following up with I'm also going to be following up with Big Ideas by uh, Preston Manning another great book but we need to take it upon ourselves to make sure that our kids understand the pitfalls and the dangers of socialism so that we don't end up as a country in the same situation that Venezuela finds itself in, that Chile finds itself in, that Turkey finds itself in. That all these countries that fall into socialism end up falling We need to take the responsibility ourselves as parents to educate our young ones and not rely on a corrupted education system. And that's my thought for the day.